Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Best Self Podcast. So this episode is all about maintenance and maintaining results and what you need to be doing to maintain um, results. So it is recorded for clients but I'm hoping if you're not a client um, and you're listening to this because you're interested in maintaining your results or you don't know how to maintain your results or you're, if you're caught up in like the yo-yo dieting um, cycle, um, then this will help. And if you have any questions, please do not, do not <laughs> hesitate to get in touch with me. I will leave um, my, a link to WhatsApp me down below um, or if you want to Instagram, Instagram me. <laughs> wow. If you want to message me on Instagram, then my handle is heather.moffat.fitness. But let's get to it. So, as I said, I want to discuss maintenance and hopefully um, dispel a few myths around maintenance, um, but also like how to approach this stage um, to ensure that you both maintain but optimise your results as well. So firstly, I want to say that maintenance is a bloody brilliant place to be. Like You have more flexibility with your food and your food choices and your portion sizes. You therefore have more energy. Like Your performance in the gym will get better because you have like that extra energy, that extra fuel. It means that you can lift heavier. And it also means that you are probably going to like build more muscle if it's resistance training that you're doing. Um, and potentially look leaner even if the scales don't change or the scales might even go up. Um, so it's it's a it's a really 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 amazing. I really I really swore there. Fuck it. It's a fucking great place to be. Like so, do not fear increasing your calories. Like it doesn't mean that you're going to gain body fat. It means that you will maintain your weight slash body composition. Um, and the 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 clue is in the title. You will maintain. Like you are not going to increase your calories from deficit calories to maintenance calories, and automatically put on all the weight that you've lost. You will not do that if you are doing it properly. Um, and obviously, I'm going to share some tips and like how I would how I recommend that you as a client, or if you're not a client, how I would recommend you um move on to maintenance calories. But it doesn't mean that you will automatically gain body fat. So do not fear increasing calories. And actually, if you do gain a little bit of body fat, like again, that is not the worst thing in the world. Um, but if you're continuing to lift weights, like you might see your body composition continue to change because you are able to push harder in the gym and you are increasing your weights or increasing your reps or your sets. You're able to push harder. Um so you will probably, if you're doing this, build more muscle because you build muscle muscle quicker and more efficiently when you are either at maintenance or in a slight surplus. And so your body composition, um, so how you look, might change even if the scales don't move or even the scales go up. You actually might look leaner and more toned because you have that muscle definition through the weight training. Um, and the end goal of any diet... Um, or a calorie, like period of calorie deficit, is to maintain your results. It's not to lose the weight and then regain. Like so, if it's this is why I am so passionate about building a lifestyle and building these non-negotiable habits, and making sure that these are built into your life, and you're not shoehorning yourself into some real unrealistic six-week shred plan. Like that is not what my coaching is about. Like, and if you're a client finishing up, you will know this. But over the six weeks, um, or however long we've worked together, you should have built up these habits and these behaviours, 
so that you're able to maintain them moving forward. And that is how you maintain your results. So if you're listening to this and you've not started your diet and you're you're unsure, think about that. Think about the end goal. The end goal is maintaining your results. So you want to be able to maintain the things that you're that you have did during that diet that have got your results. And if you have done like some really quick six week shred where you've slashed your calories and you've went to the gym, done excessive cardio, you're not going to be able to keep that up. And that's something to bear in mind before you even start. And if you have like yo-yo dieted in the past, and this is probably where you have went wrong. Because the minute the diet stopped, you have went back to the way you've ate, drank and moved before. And that lifestyle has led you to like seek out a diet or a deficit. But it's also led to you like gaining like a, like body weight, body fat. And if you go back to eating and drinking and moving the way that you did before, then ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to gain body fat. Um, again, if you don't maintain some of the like the habits and behaviours. So like I said, you have to, to maintain your results, you have to maintain the actions and behaviours that have led to the results. And these really shouldn't change. Like the actual, the numbers and the intensity of them might change a little bit, but the actual habits themselves shouldn't change. So clients, you these will be very familiar to you. It's what we've built up over the past six weeks or however long we've worked together. But you want to be staying consistent with your calorie intake. Now, this will obviously change because we're going to be increasing your calories up to maintenance. But you want to be consistent with your meal structure. So if you are um, thinking about how you have structured your meals, you want to kind of build a meal structure in in your maintenance calories that mirrors something that you're going to be able to maintain. So that might mean for you increasing portion sizes of your main meals. So for instance, breakfast, lunch and dinner, just eating slightly higher calories at these meals. Or it might mean that the calories and needs in the meal structure here stays similar, but you add in another snack. So you maybe add in like a morning snack or an evening snack. It's finding the best way for you. But the actual meal structure and things, it doesn't change all that much. Um, and something to point out about calories so if you drop a considerable amount of weight like your maintenance calories might not be that far off of your deficit calories Um, and that's something to bear in mind as well like I think a lot of people think when they go back to maintenance calories it just means that they can eat whatever they want whenever they want but no there still has to be some structure around it you still have to be accountable to like an energy or a calorie intake and it's why like tracking your calories, if if tracking calories was something that you did um to get you or to get your results in a deficit and you enjoyed that way um of like being accountable to Kuhnus or my fitness power or whatever um tracking app you were using, then I would um recommend tracking your calories for at least a couple of weeks, like your maintenance calories, just so that you get an idea of like new portion sizes and snack sizes or snack frequency um and then if you are being a little bit more flexible with your food choices um then it just means that you might have to be more aware of portion sizes and um like like more energy dense foods like your chocolate crisps cake etc because you can be a little bit more flexible and, and have a little bit more of these in your diet but you can't have like everything and anything like you have to be accountable to the calories so tracking them for a couple of weeks just gets you um into a better mindset about like a new 
meal structure for maintenance. Um, so you have to be, you still have to stay consistent with like the calorie tracking or the meal structure, whatever you've did before, whatever um, option you've did before. And then also with protein. So having protein with every meal and snack, again, it's just going to help with uh, like maintaining that lean muscle mass, but it's also going to help with satiety um, and stopping you feel really hungry between meals, which even in maintenance is, um, is good. Like, yes, you can diet by eating in a like a deficit, but it does like what you what you eat does matter, um in terms of like, your health, your energy levels, like your focus, and even actually being able to stick to it as well. Like you can um maintain your weight by only meet, eating like McDonald's, absolutely not dissing McDonald's at all. I've just realised my, my mic wasn't turned on, so if the quality just gets so much better there, that's why. Um, yeah, so you can maintain your weight by just eating McDonald's, and I'm not I'm not dissing or um, like shaming McDonald's. Like everything should be included in a in your your diet, and it, like that's that builds up a healthful approach. But your ability to maintain results by eating only McDonald's versus eating whole foods, so protein, fruit and veg healthy fats, whole grains, like the amount of food you can eat for the same amount of calories, you're going to feel more fulfilled, you're going to feel more satisfied, you're going to have better energy levels, you're going to be performing better in the gym, you're going to be um, sleeping better, like the health benefits of actually looking at your diet, like what you probably had a bigger, like a good focus on when you were um, dieting, you still want to have those those um, habits and behaviours around side your nutrition when you're in maintenance like that shouldn't change so thinking about protein with every meal thinking about your fruit and veg intake and keeping that high because of all the health benefits and how that makes you feel and also like when you eat well you feel well and you perform well in all aspects of your life it's not just about fat loss weight loss how you look like it's how you feel as well so just make sure that's the focus as well when you when you're thinking about maintenance other habits as obviously like your steps or your movement throughout the day. Now you don't you don't have to be up at the higher end of this to maintain your weight, but if we think about the energy balance equation, it is like what you what you intake and what so what you eat and drink versus what how much you move. So if you're just for instance, if your steps are up at twelve thousand and then they drop down to six thousand, like do you know you're going to your calorie intake might have to come down your deficit calories will not your maintenance calorie story will not be um as high because you're not moving as much so you do have to weigh that in there has to, you have to take consideration for both sides of the energy balance equation so if you are maintaining your weight at 2500 calories but you're also maintaining a 12000 step target each day and that drops down to six like you might actually look you might actually start to um gain weight and it's nothing to do with the calories it just might be to do with how many steps you're doing a, a day so you don't have to be up at the like the high end you could drop your steps down a little bit um but again just trying to be accountable to a number so that you still you're still got that habit um like built in and ingrained like for me steps I just love getting out a walk and it's just such a big part of my daily routine now that if I don't do it it's more of a mental um, impact it has now because I just absolutely love it and the benefit I get benefits I get from it 
um, I've got nothing to do with like maintaining my weight or anything but that's obviously contributes to it but for me it's more of a mental thing like I need that break I need that fresh air I need that time outside doesn't matter what the weather is like for me it's a now an ingrained habit that I absolutely love and it's a big part of my life and keep doing this cause, and you it, well you will get to that point as well um, other habits to think about is your workouts so if you do have like a body composition goal, so you do want to look more toned, you want to build that muscle, you want to look lean, you are going to have to keep up with your resistance exercise as well. And it's making sure that your program is um, like progressively getting more difficult. So you're either increasing the weights, you're increasing the reps, you're increasing the sets. And you do want to be sticking to something for six weeks. Um and I would say minimum three three full body resistance um, sessions a week uh, will get you amazing results. And other things to think about is like your hydration levels, because this can impact hunger. It can also impact like your focus, your concentration levels, and how you're feeling as well. Just making sure that that is that stays consistent um, and sleep as well. So sleep makes everything better. Uh, and yeah, trying to get seven hours of sleep and just noticing like if any of these start to go um, and just kind of being accountable to them however that might work for you so obviously like if you are leaving the program and you don't have like the same accountability like thinking about how you can get some accountability for yourself so some ways to do that thinking about potentially like taking things off on like a daily calendar if you've got something on your phone, you could do that. You could have it on a whiteboard. You could actually tell like a partner or a friend and have like a wee accountability buddy. It's, it's ways of trying to, to still have the accountability without the coach there kind of pushing you and, and um, asking you like or why you haven't done things and, and, and holding you accountable to the things you've said you want to do. It is obviously more difficult to do that for yourself. But if you can find little ways that work for you, um, then it's always beneficial to um, like to have that. But if you stick with these habits consistently, like they have got gotten you the results that you've achieved so far, they will help maintain the results, or they will help you continue if you still have more body fat, or you still want to continue on. Um, like with your diet they will help you get there and remember it's about consistency not perfection and if you are finishing up then I'm going to give you your predicted maintenance calories but remember these are an estimate and they're based off like your current weight and the assumption that you are going to continue with like your current step target and your workout habits um, if you lose if you are um, finishing up with me and you're still going on your fat loss journey and you lose a considerable amount more weight then your maintenance calories will change but please get in touch because I will update for these for you when you, when and if you are at a point where you want to move on to maintenance calories and you've got like your body composition that you're happy with and um, like a body weight that you're happy with as well so I'm going to answer like a few frequently asked questions and also a couple of questions um, from the group so Question number one is, what might happen when calories are increased? So like I said before, there are lots of positives for increasing your calories, so do not be afraid of doing of increasing them. You'll have an increase in energy, an increase in focus, performance, you'll be less hungry, you'll have more flexibility, which might mean for you larger portion sizes or extra snacks, again, finding what works for you best. You might have less preoccupation with food because you have that little bit more flexibility and you're able to include 
more of what you like really enjoy. Um, what might happen with the scales? So when your calories are increased, like the scale weight, scale weight will fluctuate, but do not freak out about this because this is due, and we know how illogical the scales are. Like you know how illogical the scales are. Like you know that you could have done, you could have hit everything perfectly for a full week, and the scales might go up. Like there's just you have no control over what the scales do, but you do have control over your reaction to it. So be aware that the scales will fluctuate. But these fluctuations are not bad. They are completely normal. So do not freak out. And it's due, just due to an increase in food volume. So once you, when you increase your calories, you're going to increase the amount of food you can eat. It's going to, you probably are going to include more carbs or more salt. It's not fat gain. And one thing to think about is like if you think that you might struggle seeing the number in the scales increase, then what you can do is actually weigh yourself every single day and look at these fluctuations and get to know these fluctuations and desensitize yourself to the scales can be a really, really, um, what is the right word I'm thinking about? Like empowering way to move past that number. Um, or you might just decide that you don't want to be yourself at all and you want to focus on other markers of progress like your performance in the gym or, <coughs> excuse me, measurements or progress pictures or the way your clothes are feeling like it's up to you next question and um, what happens if the scales continue to increase uh, when i've increased calories so like i said the scales will fluctuate okay but if you're monitoring your scale weight and and it continues to increase week to week so just say <clears throat> consistently over like a four-week period the scales might go like the scales are consistently going up they're not plateauing they're not dropping there's no fluctuations they're just going up then this might mean that you are in a calorie surplus or an energy surplus and it might mean that you want to drop calories slightly but i'm going to really emphasize this point like you have to be very honest with yourself before you do this like are you being consistent with your tracking if you're tracking are you being consistent with your meal structure are you being consistent with your habits? Have your steps dropped? Are you not going to the gym as much? Are you not pushing yourself in the gym as much? Like you be very, very honest with yourself before you slash your calories because it might not mean that you have to like drop calories. It might not mean that you're in it, that you are. It might not mean that you have to slash your calories. It probably does mean that you're in a de- you're not in a deficit anymore. But if you just look at the consistency to your habits and make some tweaks here it might not ha- mean that you have to like dramatically slash your calories and again that's getting back into the, that kind of yo-yo dieting mentality like be honest with yourself and if you can honestly say that you have been adherent and that you have been sticking to what you you need to do or, or like the habits that you that you've stuck that you've um, put to yourself then it might mean that you are in an energy surplus and it might mean that you have to drop calories but in my experience, nine times out of ten, it is because you've not been as adherent as you had been before. And it sometimes just means, like, maybe it does mean if you've moved away from tracking, but just getting back to tracking for a week or two, just to be a little bit more accountable. Um, but I wouldn't automatically slash your calories um, if the scales um, go up. 
And like I said before, like the number that I provided you of maintenance calories it is going to be an estimate and it is going to change daily depending on how active you are. So if you work out or if you take the stairs to work, like your energy needs are not you're not a robot, they're not going to be, like, your energy needs are not going to be 2,000 calories every single day, depending on, like, the movement and the workouts and stuff, like, there is going to be, like, days where you're going to um, burn more energy and days where you're going to burn less, but again, it's being consistent and um, thinking about your week as a whole, and don't just take, like, one week and the scales go up and you think, oh, fuck, this isn't working, I need to slash my calories, I need to go back down to my deficit, like, no, you need to be consistent with it um, and you need to think about like the lifestyle changes, your habits, your behaviours. Um, and on the flip side, if you continue to increase your calories but your weight remains the same or drops, then it might mean that you do want to recalculate your maintenance calories or put these up by like maybe 200 calories and then keep monitoring that. Like, so if you go up by two hundred and your weight is still maintaining, or if your weight is still dropping, sorry, then like after maybe about three four weeks, then you might want to add on another two hundred calories. Next question: Should I go to maintenance straight away or gradually build? Go straight away. Like, if you gradually build, like, so say you're in your deficit calories, your deficit calories are eighteen hundred, and I set your maintenance calories at like two thousand three hundred calories. Like, if you're going up to, like, 1,800 to 1,900, 1,900 to 2,000, 2,000 to 1,100, like, over, like, a five-week period, you're just prolonging the deficit in the diet for five weeks. Like, just go straight up to your maintenance calories and enjoy maintain, like, enjoy maintenance um, and all the positives that come with it. Um, so, this was a client question. Um, if I want to lose quite a bit of weight, how long would you recommend staying in a calorie deficit? Should there be a week of maintenance at some point or just carry on in a deficit until ready to maintain? This really depends on you and how you, how well you feel you are adhering or sticking to your calorie deficit. So if you feel that you're getting to a point where motivation is low, you're feeling a little bit tired, like you're lacking focus, lacking focus and drive, then a week of maintenance might be beneficial. And these are known as diet breaks and they can help some people reset, recharge and get ready for another dieting phase. And how often you need this is very individual. Like some people don't need them. Some people would rather batter on and do their deficit for like 12 weeks and then get into maintenance. And other people would like prefer to do it over a longer period and maybe have like six weeks at a deficit, one week at maintenance, and then another six weeks at a deficit, one week at maintenance, six weeks at deficit. So it really does depend on you and like and how you're feeling and like what you need most. And sometimes actually, like if you look at your calendar, like planning a diet break um, or a week at maintenance or a couple of weeks at maintenance around about a holiday or like social occasions might help too because you've got that focus for that date. So you've got like a bit of focus, motivation and drive. Been like, I'm going to really be like super, super adherent to this deficit for the next six weeks because I know that I'm going on holiday and then I'm going to have like two weeks where I'm at maintenance and I've got a lot more flexibility and then after that I'm going to come back and I'm going to have another like eight weeks at my deficit because I know after that like I've got a weekend away with my partner and that's a nice way of kind of structuring your um, like your year I suppose or like however long that you 
want to be dieting for and again this might take longer than you want to usually does take longer than you want to but it can break that up for you and it can break it up into manageable chunks so that you don't feel overwhelmed by how maybe how far you've got to go how much body fat you've got to lose you can break that up and you can be like I know that I'm going to be like I'm going to be so focused driven and on it for the next six weeks um it's useful to know as well like sometimes a week at maintenance like coming back off that and going back into your deficit can feel tough like I'm guarantee that if you're listening to this like and you've had a holiday and stuff like sometimes getting back into routine after that holiday can feel quite um it can be tough and it's why I think even when you have a diet break it is not a complete break from the diet like so what I was saying before thinking about it like a lifestyle still having that structure in there still having your protein at your meals your fruit and veg at your meals still getting your walks in like your workouts like if you're at a hot and holiday and abroad and stuff like that like you don't have to like obviously some people like to work out but like I wouldn't be like you have to work out but if you're at home and you're having a diet break like still having that structure and that routine because that is going to make getting back into your deficit so much easier. Like if you have that routine and that structure that you actually enjoy, you're going to be like buzzing to get back into it. Like I know for myself, like after a holiday, like a, a week or two where I'm out of routine and stuff, like I, I am craving that routine to get back into it. And that's kind of where you want to be. But the only way to do that is to still have a little bit of structure and routine and that diet break or that week or two off. Um, to make the transition back into the dieting phase a little bit easier. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about tracking calories. Okay, so should you still track calories in your main, like when you're maintaining your body weight? And okay, so tracking calories is a great tool. Um, it's a great tool to monitor your calorie intake or your energy intake. It's a great tool to increase your awareness of your, your eating por- patterns, like your portion sizes, and it can provide accountability. But it's definitely not something that I re- recommend anybody does for the rest of your life. Like, hopefully, tracking has led you to have a better understanding of like the calories in food, like what portion sizes work best for you, um, what meal structure works best for you. Hopefully, it is hi- it might have highlighted any any like negative habits and behaviours that you've had around food. Um, so you've got like a better knowledge about like calories, energy, food. And this alongside like your non-negotiable habits, like you should provide you with a solid knowledge base to move move forward. And like I said before, like once you've got your maintenance calories, like if you want to keep tracking these until you have um, reached a point where these feel like that you're in a good habit and good structure and good routine and you've built a good meal structure with these maintenance calories then you can look to coming away from tracking and there's a few options that you can do it can be just a a just stop tracking calories altogether straight away cold turkey like if you are quite happy and quite confident in your food choices um then just stop tracking like and always remember that tracking can is always going to be there if you do want to go back for a couple of weeks. Like if you need to, if weight's starting to creep up, or if that like, you just don't feel that you're being adhering, or your maintenance calories are maybe changed, or you want to kind of increase things, or your goal changes, and you want to think about maybe muscle building, you want to go into a surplus. 
like tracking's always going to be there. You can go back to it for a couple of weeks. Um, or if you want a more gradual approach, you can think about tracking on or only tracking calories. So if you're tracking like your protein and I don't get anybody to track carbs and fat, but if you're kind of looking at your carbs and fat as well, like maybe just tracking your calories. But again, thinking about the habits and behaviours of just making sure you're having protein with every meal. Um, you can just track on certain days. So um, maybe you need a little bit more accountability at the weekend. So you can only, maybe you only track on a Friday and a Saturday. Um, maybe you prefer to have a little bit of um, flexibility at the weekend. So maybe you like to have that structure Sunday to Thursday. So you track then and you just have that little bit more flexibility at the weekend. Like either option, again, it's just depending on you. Is a progressive step to like not tracking because what you would do is you would maybe only track at the weekend and then over time you would maybe only track on a Saturday and then maybe like over time you would just stop tracking altogether. So you're progressively reducing the amount of time that you're tracking. And the last option is only tracking snacks. So maybe tracking has, has led you to realise that you maybe are a mindless snacker or um, you snack more in the evening when you're bored then if you're only um, tracking snacks, but you're eating a similar meal structure every single day, then having yourself like track, setting yourself like a little snack target um, can be a way of like, keeping you accountable to this, and but also like keeping you on track. And again, that would be gradually you could gradually um, reduce that. So you can maybe only track snacks at the weekend, and then not track at all. So you can see there's a gradual process to moving away from tracking because the goal is is to move away from tracking if you are tracking calories. Like I track calories for probably about two years um, and I got some amazing results with it. But even now, like, so I've been tracking calories for the past couple of weeks and I'm bored now. Like I don't want to go back to tracking calories, but I needed just to have that little bit of accountability and that little bit of um, structure with like maintenance calories um so I did it for a couple of weeks and now I'm ready to move away from it again like because I think if you have tracked calories before and you go back to it like you you do get bored quite quite quickly with it and you want to be able to maintain your results and your weight and your body composition without relying on my fitness pal or kahunas um there has to be um, a way of doing this just for you so I hope this was useful like if you're a client you're going to get a document with all this information in it alongside your maintenance calories and if you have any questions like clients not like non-clients like anybody's got any questions then please don't hesitate to get in touch and to ask and I will speak to you all on the next episode